0: Chicago voters give Rahm Emanuel four more years as mayor, but they've shown at least five incumbent aldermen the door. Mick Dumpke covers politics at the Chicago Reader and joins me for a wrap-up of the runoff. Mick, voters have made their decision, so what comes next?
1: Well, that's a great question. I mean, you know, they've been discussing, the candidates were discussing the issues, obviously, for not just the last six weeks, but for months before that, and so now it's time to actually turn to them. Um, And first and foremost is Dealing with the city's financial situation, and then you have all the other things that are that are on the docket as well: um, the schools, um, including their own financial crisis at the at the school system, uh, public safety, and uh, you know the economic situation for everybody else who doesn't work for the city of Chicago. I mean, bringing jobs here. So there's a full plate of things to deal with, and I think the key question is whether Mayor Manuel's Style and approach to dealing with these problems is going to change it all after being pushed into a runoff.
0: He says that it is. He says that he's learned uh, from this experience and that it's going to make him a better mayor. Uh, do you think that is th- the case?
1: I certainly hope that he has learned from the experience because you know, it was widely expected, I think, by his own people uh, that he was going to coast to a second term And the fact that he was pushed in the first ever runoff definitely was a message from the voters. So I'm certainly hopeful that the mayor understands that. Um, There also has been some turnover in the city council, including a number of veteran aldermen who were supportive of the mayor losing their seats. And so I would have to think he has to read the tea leaves there as well and understand that people are saying they need something different from city hall.
0: There's going to be some tough decisions for uh, Mayor Emanuel to make and the city council over the next four years. Do you think that voters have a real sense of uh, how bad our financial situation is and how bad some of these decisions might be for them?
1: I think anyone who was even half tuned into the mayoral race understands that the city has some serious financial challenges and that everyone is going to have to give something up. I think most people understand they're going to pay more in some kind of taxes um, and probably multiple forms of taxation. And I think people just want to be told straight up what's going on. I mean, one problem with this campaign, of course, was even though the mayor was, was pushed, neither he nor his challenger, Chewy Garcia, you know, was very clear about exactly how they plan to pay for all the city's obligations and needs. And so I think voters, you know, were a little bit disappointed they didn't hear more from that. Even if it's something they don't really fundamentally want to hear, um, they want to know what's going on. Um, even if you know nobody wants to pay more taxes, but voters do want to be told straight up what the situation is.
0: What do you think the legacy of Chuy Garcia's campaign is going to be? He told his supporters that. Uh, He didn't lose, he tried. And do you think that that this sort of uh, grassroots campaign that he started and this organization that he put together is going to survive on into the future?
1: Well, I think there's a couple different issues there. I think, first of all, Chuy Garcia ran a fantastic campaign for um, a candidate who just got into the race a couple of months before the balloting started. Uh, You know, no one expected him to still be here. No one expected there to be a runoff. And the fact that, you know, at the end of October, he decided to jump in and then was able to get a, a campaign infrastructure, a fundraising infrastructure up and running. And then that he was able to, um, you know, really have a grasp of the issues and, and push Mayor Manuel to articulate his own vision for Chicago going forward. You know, I think all that was remarkable. So I think Chewy Garcia is going to come out looking Uh, like he did a great service for the city of Chicago. Now, will this progressive uh, push continue? Um, Will Mayor Emanuel understand that there's a progressive voice out in Chicago that um, he needs to pay attention to? Those, I think, are the fundamental questions. Um, The mayor certainly said that he understands what just happened. Um, But, you know, we've seen in the past that people in the city council in particular came in Promising a new progressive agenda, and it kind of petered out, and things kind of went back to um, the status quo more or less. So, you know, I'm really interested to see if this this kind of thing can be sustained, if this movement, uh, well, if it is actually a movement, if Mayor, excuse me, if Judy Garcia's campaign. Um, is actually a movement, I think that remains to be seen.
0: There are some on social media today that are are criticizing Mayor Emanuel for jumping in with his uh, victory speech over Chewy Garcia's uh, concession speech. And a lot of folks who are watching on television and listening uh, on various media, they didn't get to hear the rest of Chewy's speech. Was that something rude on behalf of the mayor to do? Should he have let Chewy finish? I
1: I think it's generally protocol to exchange a telephone call and then let the the person who came up short give their speech and get that done with before the victor goes out and gives his speech. So um I don't know if that occurred, I don't know why that occurred. I don't know what the mayor was thinking, but I really think he should have let Chewy get his thing over with first.
0: And then I have to ask you about the turnout. Uh, It seems uh, voter apathy is is still alive and well in Chicago. A lot of people just didn't even bother to go to either election. Uh, What does that say about the electorate in Chicago and the state of politics?
1: Well, I think that people are frustrated with the state of politics because there's so much money involved. I mean, the mayor between his own campaign fund and the super PAC that he had allies set up for him, raised, I think, $26 million. Chewy Garcia ended up not being a slouch before it was over. He raised $6 million. So he had $32 million poured into advertising and mudslinging. And a lot of people are just disgusted by that, uh, especially since you know the candidates are sitting there talking about how Chicago is short of money to deal with everything it needs to deal with. And then the candidates are spending millions of dollars attacking each other. So a refrain that I heard over and over again was none of the above. People really wished that they had someone else to vote for. Um, you know, they knew what they were getting in Mayor Manuel. They'd seen him for four years. A lot of people didn't like his styles as well as his policies. But a lot of people were unconvinced that Chewie Garcia was up for the job. So speaking frankly, I think, once again, people feel like they don't have great choices all the time at election time. And they're really turned off by the amount of money and the style of campaigning that's involved.
0: That's Mick Dumpke from the Chicago Reader, and I'm Steve Grizanich on Rivet.